Let's go over the first bullet point. Be so good you can't be ignored at some skill in your life, whether it's at work or at a hobby. If you get to the pinnacle, people will recognize your dedication and effort to reach where you are, and they'll respect what you have done. Don't ever demand it unless somebody is violating your human rights, of course, then demand respect. (laughs) But otherwise it just makes you look weak and will probably make more people disrespect you. Seriously. So no matter what, think about Bill Gates, LeBron James, Tom Cruise, Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, et cetera. They have a lot of fans and they have a lot of respect that's been earned, but there will always be haters. Right. I think it's a good basic principle, but doesn't always work. <laughs> I think if you get so fucking good at whatever it is that you, it, whether it's a hobby that you are pursuing, whether it's at work and you get so freaking good that you can't be denied. And you're not begging for people to notice you. You just put in the work. You just put it in, whether it takes six months, a year, five years, whatever it is, and you get so fucking good, you're the best in the company. You're going to get recognized. You're going to elevate yourself. You're going to be able to ask for whatever it is that you need. Otherwise, you're at the wrong fucking place. And this also could be a hobby that you have. Say it's podcasting. You get so good. You can't be denied. Uh, you're an artist. You get so good. You can't be denied. Keep developing your craft. You're a musician. You're a basketball player, a football player, whatever it is. You're a mechanic, a welder. Uh, you're a home decorator for, you know, that's usually a woman or a gay guy. But <laughs> uh, no, no matter what it is, what is the thing that you're after, the goal that you're after, the thing that you're passionate about, whatever it is, People aren't going to respect you when you just half-ass everything you do in life. You just show up and do the bare minimum. And I hear people like lots of the millennials these days are respect me. Call me this pronoun. Um, I I don't want to do this. You're offending me. All you do is hear them whine (laughs) and fucking cry and demand fucking respect, but you cannot demand respect and get it because you whine and cry and demand it. You get respect because of your character, because of what you do, because of the work you put in, because people are watching. People see what you do, right? True. I think, in my opinion, the way I look at it is, I I always start out with a basic line to a human being. So the first time I meet somebody, I don't judge them. I never judge a book by their cover, you know, none of that bullshit. I always give them yes. a simple line of respect. Now, Automa- it's automatic, point, right? It's yes, automatic it's, at it, first. 
it's not high respect. It's not low respect. It's just a general line of respect. Me but saying, hey, I, I acknowledge you as a human being. That That's already cool. Let's let's go from there. That already makes you different, though, Danny. So let me tell you that straight out. That makes you different. Me and you are on the same page. I start out with that general right down the middle. I respect you. Hopefully you respect me the same. And let's see how it goes. That's where you're at. It's one of those things that I I think, and and you're right. I mean, me and you are definitely a little bit different apart from some of the people out there. But I will say this. You can lose respect or you can gain respect. Okay. It's not like respect's not given. I mean, there are a lot of self-important assholes. So I will say that you just meet people and off the bat, they're disrespectful. Some people just think they're better than other people. And, true. If, you're, and you, if you're a kid in school, some people are just fucking bullies. And true. And there's a lot of things that you can look toward respect and, and misconstrue as like things like you're talking about. Like if you're really good at something, you know, people will respect you. That may be to a certain degree. Yes. I mean, I can say, well, okay, well, Danny's a hard worker at his job. He's good at metal works. He's, uh, he's always, you know, helping people out. He's always, you know, Hey, when a customer needs a specific, you know, measurement cut with an acetylene torch, he grabs it. He does it. He doesn't mess around. I like that about that guy. You could also consider that somewhat envious, somebody being envious of your work but the ethics behind what your principles are that's where you earn respect yes and that's how i've always looked at it yeah and what you just made a point out of okay this is an important point that i want to make too some places are so toxic the people there you have to move on because no matter how much you better yourself, no matter how much you do to move up the ladder in your job or whatever hobby you're in, whoever you're surrounded with, wherever you're at, the, the space is so fucking toxic. You can't change everybody by no, no matter how much hard work you put in. So you can up your game. You can do whatever you want, but you're surrounded by so much insecure people and so much negativity that they're going to transfer their bad feelings about their self onto you. And that's never going to change. And they're never going to recognize like your efforts, what you're doing, how much you are changing as a human being, how much better you're getting. So that is a a point where you got to realize, okay, I can be so good that I can't be ignored, but at this place, it doesn't make a difference. I need to go somewhere else. So you might have to change where you're at. Yeah. And that is, that's possible because not every place will notice that uh, you're Kobe Bryant and you're coming in two hours before the game and practicing your shots over and over and on your off time, you're putting in all this extra effort. That's a different kind of correlation to draw to sports. But I mean, that could be you at work. You're putting in extra work. You're, you put in overtime, you're developing your skills off time, whatever. You still are around a bunch of people that have their nose up, got all this pride and ego. And you can be really good at something. You could, you could be over, you know, like you're saying about Kobe Bryant, but to apply it to more like realistic means of normal people that go in and work, they're the ones that work overtime. They're a little bit better at their job than everyone else. And I can tell you, I mean, me and you have both worked for a company. I won't mention the name. <laughs> I know exactly where you're where, going. Yes. Where, <laughs> where, 
where we had a, a, I guess, sort of a supervisor that basically it, it was, was telling people. It was toxic. Yeah, well, I mean, just telling people any monkey can do your job, you know, and to think, you know, I spent a whole year to learn everything that I knew at that company, and I didn't believe that any monkey, and it was proven later on, no. you know, of course, already quit, but already, the guy they brought in, yeah, he, could, he couldn't do the work that I did. He didn't even know what tools were. Right. I heard that dialogue and that right there said to me that he was not in a growth mindset. He was in this stagnant, retarded mindset where he thinks he can hire just anybody to come in and that they're all going to have the same skill set, the same drive, the same willpower, whatever. No, me and you were looking to move up. And me and you were well above, especially you. You'd been there longer than me. You brought me over. So, we were above average. You're not going to bring just any old Joe off the street that's going to be able to produce and do the things technically that we were able to do. And this ignorant asshole had the nerve to say something like that to me and you, which was bam, that was proof right there of exactly what I'm saying. That's a toxic environment. And that's exactly why I got it from that place as quick as possible. I wanted to get out of there. I started looking well, immediately for someplace else to go. Cause yeah, I, I, knew the, hope is, I knew there's no growth potential then. Then I know no matter how good I am, I'm not getting a raise. No matter how good I am, I cannot move up. No matter what I am just as good as any asshole off the street from Taco Bell is what he said. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, that company was started in 1990, just, just to show uh, everything that happened. In all those years, until I got there in 2018, they had not only been just kind of a moderate successful company, but they had been way behind on production. When I got there, about nine months later, they were completely caught up on production and they were making Rec- their quarterly reports records mega mega millions. So they said every single quarter. So they're setting records and they're not reflecting and looking on what's changed. Who do we have out um, here that is making this difference that we're setting records now? What what can we do to show them appreciation? Can we give them a raise? Can we uh, give them a new title? Can we do something to make them want to stay so we can keep setting records? Because they could have. Yes, here's your 10 cents. Joke on it. 10 cents for the year. You did a great job. So, well, that's not true. They gave me a $2 raise, but that it didn't matter. It was the the, the basic thing about it was, is that once a certain person came over to that area and kind of started supervising, um, I immediately had a negative attitude toward him because of his personality. He would be nice to your face and then turn around and talk shit behind your back. I just didn't want to work in that kind of environment. I love doing the work. Well, you know the what? Work right, wasn't there, a problem. right there, if somebody is a, a backstabber like that, if they're not honest – and, and truthful to your face, they go and say things behind your back, then I don't have respect for them. You don't have respect for them. They don't have respect for me. That's toxic. That's what I'm talking about. So be so good. You can't be ignored at whatever you're doing in life. Most of the time, I think it's going to work out, but you'll find situations like me and Danny are talking about where it's so toxic, the environment, the uh, culture they have, developed that you can't win so you just have to move on and that's not your fault so that's not you so 
there are cases where you just can't win and you just got to move. There's always going to be haters when you, you get better in life, when you develop, when you're putting the work in and you're blowing by people and, the, and they're going to be jealous. Yes. But if you hit a situation like me and Danny are talking about where you're at some job or whatever it is, there's some people in your family don't like seeing you succeed. And they always talk shit, whatever it is, you might need distance from that. You might need to get away from it. So good enough. We'll move on to the next point. This is another thing that demands respect. Always be painfully honest. No soft talk, no placating, no beating around the bush. Um, this stuff does not earn you respect. Okay. But uh, someone who tells the truth, even when it's tough, they may ruffle some feathers, but they get respect. Make it a habit. Promise yourself you won't lie for one week. Everybody out there, try this and you'll see how difficult this is. Remind yourself every day that you're going to tell the truth. Okay. You may say, but there's little lies or white lies. That's what I'm talking about. A lie is a lie. This puts you out of integrity with your authentic self. So try this. Your confidence will go up and your respect will come. It will follow. People will respect you for the guy who always tells the truth. And most people don't realize how much they lie every single day. Most people think I'm not a liar. I don't lie to people. I'm honest. But they don't realize they tell these little bitty white lies or it's a soft little way of wording things so it doesn't hurt somebody's feelings. There's nothing wrong with brutal honesty as long as you're not intentionally trying to hurt somebody's feelings when you say it. No, I don't want to do that. Sorry. It's not in my agenda or. I think it's funny. Yeah. I think yeah you are fat. Kind of, you know, you, you need to probably have somebody, somebody ask you something and you say, yeah, you look fat in that. They'll soft talk them. Tell them the truth. You know, uh, I hate to tell you, but yeah, you're fat. You don't look good in that outfit. It's, it's, I'm not trying to be rude, but um, you're looking for me. Well, yeah. If somebody, if somebody's asking you an opinion, maybe I wouldn't go up to somebody and say, damn, you look fat in that. You shouldn't wear No, no, that. no. I'm not looking for a chance to assault somebody. I'm looking for when somebody comes to me, <laughs> I'm looking for a chance to be honest in every single situation of my life. Can you be honest? And if you really put this on yourself for just one week, I'm talking like every single day saying, can I tell the truth in every single thing somebody asks me a question about? You'll find out how hard that is. You will develop your authenticity of who you really are because you want to speak the truth. You want to say this, but you will notice you'll want to hold yourself back. Try it. Uh, it's di- again, it's so, again on this. I've tried it. It's so fucking difficult because we're so. Again on this one. People are passive. People are very passive. I just want to say again on this one, I probably stand a little bit apart from most people. I'm always, and I know this sounds like an asshole thing to say, but the truth is always funny. I don't know why, but and maybe that's my little guilty pleasure of like telling people, like being honest with people is that sometimes it's just funny, you know, maybe I'm kind of sinister in that way. I don't know. But a guy at work was asking me the other day, he was screwing with me and he's like, Hey man, because he goes, you know, you know, I'm just messing with you. Right. Because I'm not hurting your feelings. And I just looked at him and I said, man, I'd have to have feelings for you to be able to hurt them. So you want to play hard? I'll play hard. That's cool. (laughs) You know, 
I'm just one of those people, man. And I like telling the truth. I think being brutally honest, it's more important than telling little lies. Because here's the thing. You start stringing little lies together, especially if they're personal lies that you're trying to hide something from your, you know, from people about yourself. You have to continue to lie about all those other lies. And then you got to remember one lie lies. after another lie. Eventually, you know how fucking stressful that would be? It's not only just stressful. Eventually, people are going to see through it and they're going to figure out that this dude doesn't tell the truth about things. And that means you have low integrity. And that means people are not going to respect you. So how are you going to get respect if you're not the person that everybody goes, damn fast, Dan, a question, he's going to hit me with the truth. They're going to respect that. So they're going to come to you to talk to you about things where they need the truth. Okay. And if they're scared of what the truth is, they'll stay away from you, but they'll respect the fact that they know if they want the truth, Dan's the guy to go to. He's going to say it. Yeah. It's a not, and plus it's just, it's more relieving just to be honest anyways. You don't care. We all do. Yeah. You know, we all do stupid shit. You know what I mean? We all fuck up and do stupid shit. Like I'm, if I do something to fucking piss my wife off, you know, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I fucked up, man. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I just fucked up, you know, sorry. Fucking up. And, and that's and it. Fucking up and failure is part of life. That's another thing. Admitting your failures, that's another thing that gains respect because that's vulnerability. That's being open. That's another part yeah. of honesty that people don't seem to realize is just, hey, admit it. Yeah. So anyways, we'll move with that. Yeah, I I thought you would see that as a pretty good point. Okay, the next point here for respect. Always follow through on your promises or the word that you give to others. Be early or at least always on time. This is part of keeping your word. We all have a moment where we had that flat tire or there was bad traffic or maybe you had a case of fucking explosive diarrhea and, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That that happens often. Oh, you fucking got a big problem. Sorry, boss, man. I was in the middle of fucking squirting diarrhea on my ass. (laughs) Well, then you need to go see somebody about that. But shit (laughs) shit happens. Literally, shit happens. So since you don't know when something like this is going to happen, you know, this is crazy when these things happen. It could come up. So why not always be early? Why not always be there on time or be early? Like I said, follow through. You say you're going to do something. Don't dare fucking back out because that hurts people, man. This stuff makes you dependable. When you show up on your word, you show up on time, you show up when you say you're going to, which equals respect from the people that you say you give your word to, you may give a promise to don't forget all this stuff accumulates outside of the person that you're talking to or the group at work. People talk, people gossip. So they will be talking about what a badass you are, how much they admire you or respect the way you handle yourself. This is also making your pride and confidence bolster, developing a more rock solid identity for you yourself. Right. I'll, I'll put my foot in my mouth on this one. I'm oh, generally pretty. Whoa. I'm generally pretty good. I'm generally pretty good at that. Like especially when it comes to work, I'm the guy that's always there about 15, 20 minutes early. Yeah, this is not um, just I, work. I don't. I don't want people to think yeah. it's just work. It's also making promises to people. Like, yeah, I'll help you move on Saturday. Don't back out on yeah. on fucking Saturday morning and say, hey, uh, 
you know what? I'm not going to be able to make it. I forgot I had that. You're screwing somebody big time when you do some shit like that. Don't give yeah. a word. Oh, yeah, man. I'll meet you at uh, your show. Uh, you, your buddy's band is playing or whatever. And then that night you call him and say, oh, no, I'm, some came up and I'm going to be able to be there. You're a chicken shit. There's no respect for a person like that. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm generally pretty good at all that kind of stuff. I'd say about the only thing I can say I'm never really on time for is being on this uh, podcast with you. <laughs> I totally, I've learned to have no respect for you because of that. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> but you know what? I'm still your friend. Good. No, I do have respect for you. And um, sometimes you're early. Sometimes I'm late. It goes back and forth. So yeah. our schedules are never perfectly aligned, but you know, one thing it's dependable. Yeah. One thing yeah, I, we've been, we've been pretty steady. One thing all of a sudden, since we've decided to collaborate and discuss these topics, you've been very dependable. So I can't say shit. I can say, I respect you for the fact that when you say you're going to do a podcast with me, you know what? You're fucking there. You may be 30 minutes late, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Sometimes you're ready and I'm not ready. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to cram everything in on one day when you only get one day off. It's that's, that's the bitch. You got to do your clothes. got to cook your food. You got to, you know, prep stuff for the week. Life is life. I don't go to the store. I don't give a fuck. And this this goes back to being honest, you know, follow through on your promises, keep your word. But then, you know, it's, it's also just be honest. If something comes up, it comes up. And if it's, if that's the truth, I respect you for that. So there's, there's lots of ways to earn respect or lose respect. Well, I respect your respect. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Is Pantera got a song called respect? Uh, It's called walk. Walk. But yeah. In the song. He says respect respect. a lot. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. I don't know why that just came to mind, but I love Pantera. Anyways. Next point of respect. Confidence comes from competence. That is skills that is knowledge and experience that is what competence is and that builds your confidence this will be observable from family friends co-workers even strangers meaning it will bring you respect people will see what you say what you do how you carry yourself that will bring respect from even a stranger to your family and like I said, coworkers and all the others in between, right? Yeah. Confidence comes from competence, skills, knowledge, and experience. Combine them all, and you're gonna get some respect using that. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because I've I've been around so many people that are completely incompetent. <laughs> and they they never seem to get better. It's terrible. Not to say that I could disres- I would be disrespectful to somebody just well, because some people are kind of lacking. a lost cause. You know, it's if they wanted help, they would reach out. Well, even then, some people just can't retain knowledge. I guess I I you can make excuses for them. That's a nice yeah. thing to do, Danny. I think that I don't make excuses. I just say if you, you know, not for yourself, just, for them. You're making excuses. Don't. You're making excuses for people that have this problem. That's cool. That's that's a decent thing to do. You know, that's protecting the people that are just deadbeats or losers or whatever you want to call them. 
Hey, they've chosen their path in life. They're not trying to get better. You know what life is from the day you're born till the day you die, you can grow or you can shrivel. You can just start degrading, but I guarantee you your fucking mind, you can do something with your body. Not so much. That's going to get to a point to where it's going to start going downhill on you, but your mind, you can always do something with. I'm 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 honestly starting to believe I'm honestly going to say I'm starting to disagree with that. I honestly believe that some people's minds are like some people's bodies. I think some people just why do you they get to a certain point and they just can't fucking learn or they're it's almost like a disability for some okay, people. Okay, but that, at one point they had a good mind, right? I would think so. But you but see again, do you've noticed it going downhill? I just, I've worked with people and I've tried to teach people certain kinds of skills and stuff like that. And some people are just like, they catch on and they're like, damn, man, you know, I got this. I'm like, yeah, you got this. Then there's some people you can show over and over and over again. And it's like, they it's not like they're being lazy or anything. It's like, they just literally cannot, they can't get it. They can't retain the information to make it happen. Well, and I think honestly, there are just some people like that in the world. And unfortunately, some people's the ones level up- of competence you, that you're speaking about, these aren't personal people that you've known for a long time. Like, hey, I've known them for 10, 20 years, and I noticed their level of competence going down. This is like, I just met this guy, you know, five years ago, whatever, I'm working with him, and his level of competence is so bad. He's so fucking horrible that. I can't even teach him anything. It's the most basic mundane things he can't seem to catch on to. Well, maybe that's genetically just the way he was born. Mm, you know, yeah, could, maybe. could be. Or another thing you could think of is he is destroying himself by the way he eats and drinks and lives his life, getting three or four hours of sleep every night and whatever. Maybe that's why his competence is so low. I've noticed, you know, it's funny you say that because I've noticed like in some instances, especially back when I was doing training work and having to train employees, I noticed sometimes that certain people that couldn't get a grasp on it had terrible motor skills, like just like their brain and their hands just didn't work together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's, it didn't, didn't click with me because I'm like, that's how I fucking operate. You know, I, I pick up something. I'm your like, hand-eye coordination. I'm fuck with this. Yeah, your hand-eye coordination yeah. is good. If you want yeah, your but, fingers or your hands to move or your legs or whatever, your eyes, your brain, it's all at your disposal. You make a command to a body part and it responds. Some other people are like, I'm not saying, I, I, using the word retarded is very offensive sometimes, but retarded in a sense like they may look over and see something and it takes them five seconds to get their hand over to it where you're like, bam, you already grabbed it. Yes. My hand is fucking ahead of my brain. Right. I'm literally, that's the way some people operate. Like they are so quick. It's almost like I literally think I moved before I thought about that. (laughs) And you know, it's funny and the smaller and more intricate the job is the better I am at it. The bigger and more wide open the job is, I'm a little less proficient. It's weird. Like working with computers and stuff like that. I've always just been good with it. But like the, you get a bigger project, it's a little more, take maybe a little more muscle or a little more 
I'm having to space everything out and look at it as a big picture, then I'm a little bit slower well, that, than I am. That's expanding your view on things. When you are working mm-hmm. intricately on a very detailed project right in front of your face and there's all these little technical details, you are so focused on it. That's probably putting you in what they call the flow state. It's, a, it's where you get into time disappears. There's dilation of time and everything goes so slow for you. Everybody else is moving at normal rate of time. You are Neo in the matrix. You are the one in this moment. And everything. It's called, it's called methamphetamines. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm totally kidding. That's another way to. Adderall. It's Adderall. That's another, that's another way to fucking experience the flow state. But. I'll fuck Neo up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the, when you enter the this flow state which means you're so interested or so competent on whatever it is you're dealing with when you're in that flow state, it's like going into another world. Like some people experience it in their sport, they're surfing, they're playing basketball. Some people it's writing. Some people it's working on mechanical things. Like you're talking about computers or whatever it could be. Um, There's different things that put people in flow states. Because that is a passion. That is something you're highly interested in. And then all connections light up in your brain. And then everything else, neuronally from your brain to the connections to your hands, your legs, all that stuff, the connection is so heightened. So much neurochemicals are released that you go into a different state of mind. You go into a different state of being, literally. And that's the flow state. And the flow state is very interesting to learn about. I did a podcast on it one time. Well, I think that's probably what it comes down to just to shorten it a little bit, you know, and kind of get off the subject. I guess just really those people, just their brain was. Some some people got that issue, man. And Hey, my heart goes out to them, but if anybody wants to learn about the flow state, look up a guy named Stephen Kotler. He's done in-depth research on this. He's put out, books on the flow state and how to tap into it and everybody can get into their own flow state and experience this and i think everybody's experienced it at some time in their life but some people don't know how they got into it or how to re-tap into it so if you're interested in it check out stephen kotler he's got a bunch of badass books he's got a great website and uh He's got some uh, little flow collective thing he does around the country where he teaches people how to get into the flow state. Listen, you can support this podcast for as low as a dollar a month. That's like less than a cup of coffee, a damn stamp. It's a dollar a month. It's nothing. And if you're enjoying it, it would greatly help me out keeping this thing going. You can donate up to $10 a month. Now, if you'll look below where you clicked on this podcast, there's a support link. Click on that, and you can go there and make any donation you choose, and you can cancel it anytime. There is no hassle. If you do it, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you can't afford it, I understand. I'll still keep putting out great free information, so you can look forward to that. Thanks, everybody. All right, the next point of gaining respect. You have to respect yourself to get respect. Also, if you're a badass already, 
then you must learn to respect others. As soon as you're aware you're at the top of the food chain, that's not a ticket to shit on other people. Do not let your ego and pride get so big you turn your nose up at others. This behavior also brings disrespect, not what you're looking for, right? If you worked at things to be the top dog, then look for others you can help. Maybe they are where you were once upon a time. These actions equal respect from others that are watching and, of course, the person you're helping. But if you don't respect yourself, you can look at this as loving yourself, then you have work to do. Your goals, skills, knowledge, experience you're after will bring self-love and self-respect along with confidence. What do you think of that? I think that sounds about right. Yep. And uh, one thing I've noticed in life is a lot of people that do get on the top echelon where lots of people are shooting for in life. Unfortunately, we're always going to have these folks that think they're better than other people. Just because they're up there, all of a sudden, you're just a piece of shit down there. You're a speck. You're a subhuman. You're not as good as they are. That doesn't give you respect from anybody. My bowel movements are more important than you. Yeah, but you've probably ran into these people that think they are just somehow better than the average person. Oh, of course. I always try and stay humble and remember that no matter where I get or what I do, we're all the same anyways. Uh, We're all in a struggle. We're fighting in this life to get by until the day we die. Some people are going to have it easier because of where they're at. Some people are going to struggle till the day they die where they're at but we need to help one another no matter what and we definitely don't need to look down on other people no in fact I mean I can honestly say <clears throat> I've known a lot of people like that and one thing I will say that is good for everyone is is evaluate that and do Self, pretty much what I've done pretty much do what I've always done get the hell far away from those people as possible I mean, I've literally quit jobs over shit like that. And those are, I'm those just are like, toxic you know people. There's, those are toxic people. And it makes your life fucking miserable whenever you have to be around that day in and day out. So having friends that are self-important assholes or having bosses or employees that you work with that you can't get yourself. That, I just literally have altered everything in my life. I, I just stay away from assholes in general. And it my life even- is way better for it. Yeah, and it can even be family members. There can be an uncle or a... Fuck, you could have a dad or somebody that just looks down on you and thinks they're better than you. Or fuck, It could come from anywhere, man. That makes it pretty fucking rough when you're trying to elevate yourself if you're around that shit. Yeah, and, and that's why I don't have any family members that I fucking talk to on a regular basis. Because they are... I talk to my brother, that's it. I have my mom, but... Fuck, let's face it, she's negative. He's old. So your brother has elevated his status above you to where he looks down. No, 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 no. My brother's not like that. I mean, I just don't really, you know, like my dad. My dad would be one of those people if I had anything to do with him. He'd fit. He would be like, "Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm embarrassed by you. I'm disgusted by you. Blah blah blah." Even though I've already been far more successful than he is, simply because I have a wonderful family and. 
I have wonderful kids actually respect me and like his kids respect me now. <laughs> right. Let's face it. I don't respect my dad. My brother definitely doesn't respect him. I know. And all that's this. why yeah. we haven't. Yeah. It's a great point. That's why that's we haven't. Point. That's why we haven't talked in like six or seven years. Well, it's because at some I just, point, yes, you got to cut that toxicity off. You can't try and maintain a relationship with somebody that's that toxic. Because every time you talk to them, they're going to try and put you down or make you feel like you're lower than them or you're not doing good enough in life. And that doesn't serve any purpose. So those relationships you got to cut off. Yeah. And I, you know, in, in hope that, especially with family, I don't want to say so much as uh, coworkers or people outside your little bubble, but you always want to hope that someday those people will learn the error of their ways and come around. I wish my dad would. I wish my dad would just be a dad, but he's just not. He never was that guy. He'd like to lecture my friends, myself, and basically feel like, basically make you feel like you're beneath his foot, you know? And that's no way, you know, I'm never that way with my kids. So yeah. I don't understand it. He's like the king, got that uh, mentality of a king or a dictator. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of similar. So that, that takes me back to the first point, though, is you got to respect yourself to get respect. So if you don't respect yourself and you're putting up with shit like people like Danny's talking about, like his dad that's like that, you're not going to respect yourself. If you maintain that relationship, you're going to always feel like shit. You're never going to respect yourself because you're not demanding any respect. So you have to learn to respect yourself and love yourself. Seriously. You know? Okay, let's see. What's our next point on respect? Never, ever want or need something out of desperation if you can avoid it. People can read your body language. This disposition, and I mean, it's just, it's hard to respect somebody that comes from this desperation type mentality be detached from whatever outcome you would like to have happen in your life you want it but you're okay if it's a no because you're going to move on okay and some people i took some inspiration from this point on was jim carrey and matthew mcconaughey because i heard some of their backstories about when they got started in the movie business and I heard about how they talked about going to, um, what do you call it, auditions? Yeah. Yeah. They used this mindset because they started out desperate and they noticed they weren't getting any fucking roles. Going in, acting like they had to have it, they needed it, their life depended on it. You know, it's, it's, it's the next step of their career. So Jim Carrey and Matthew McConaughey, it's, it's kind of the same story about how they talk about it they use this mindset to get roles for movies. It allowed them to show up relaxed, authentic, not desperate, read the script and boom, they started getting roles. They started being their self. They didn't give a shit. They did give a shit, but they didn't. You know what I mean? It's like, if I don't get this role, I'm going to get another. I'm just going to go in there and be myself and fuck it. They like me or then they don't. I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. And you can relate this to most things in life just got to be yourself you can't be desperate for things because you bring an energy with you at certain things when you bring desperation to it 
and it doesn't command respect from other people. They see this, they feel this. It's an unspoken thing that's it's in the room, and they can people can feel it on you. They can see it on you. What do you think yep. about that? Yeah, I mean, does, is that something that you can relate to at all, or is that somewhere out of your perspective? Eh, I don't know. I would say... You don't have to equate it just to movie stars. I'm talking about anything. Going in and sitting down with your boss to get a raise. Do you go in there so attached to... I have to get this raise that you're nervous, you're worried, you're so attached to getting a yes that you're fucking just desperate as shit? Or do you just go in there with, hey, I'm either going to get it or I'm going to start looking for another job. I don't give a fuck. Here's what I'm good at. Here's what I do for your business. Here's what I see as the future, what I'm shooting for. And you know what I am capable of right now. And I'm only going to get better because that's the way I work and that's the way I do things. I deserve this as a raise is what I'm shooting for and either that's mm. what you're capable of giving me or it's not but that's my I ask say, that's my ask I say the best way to approach almost every situation not not even just in that situation I'd say you're going to like maybe go in for a new job or yes yes maybe yes, you want yes, to promote yes. Or something. yes that's what I'm talking about always it, use it, Always use this formula. Be confident without arrogance. Okay? Be confident in yourself, in your skills, and in, in how you portray yourself. And always be respectful, <laughs> which is what, what we're talking about. And never be arrogant. Never overshow your points. Right. There's a you great know, point. Be, great point, Danny. Don't be, be arrogant. Yeah, because, I mean, that people look at that and they're saying, well, this cocky little bastard has the nerve to come into my fucking office and tell me what's up. You know, that's what they're going to say. Self-assured, um, not worried about the no that you might get, but not arrogant at the same time. Very good point. I mean, I, re I recently had to go before uh, a guy who's been successful. He's had his business 41 years. Uh, great guy. Uh, I sat down with him. Um, I was looking to switch jobs and move closer to home. And I walked in and I just had a, a gentlemanly conversation with him about who I am. And he asked me questions about who I am, what do I want, what am I looking for? And I just sat there and I, I respectfully uh, retorted to all his questions with confidence uh, I didn't have to search for answers or anything like that. I mean, I'm just you didn't very go in there good with that kind of thing. You didn't go in there desperate. Like, you did want this job, but you didn't go in there like, please, no, because please, I, I, please. I, can, I can sell myself without being full of shit. That's the difference between, I think, me and a lot of But you know, people. that needy desperation, <laughs> it's, it's despicable. It's disgusting to me. Well, you can see it. You can see it on people. It oozes out of them. Yeah, literally. You, just by just by looking at someone's eyes, it's gross. How right? they move, it's gross. You can tell the, when, like, just like you can kind of tell when someone's lying. You can kind of tell when someone's being manipulative. This it's is just, it shows on their face. It's something that's beyond fucking science, but body language speaks so much. Whatever's inside your mind comes out in your body language, and people don't oh, seem to understand that. 
shit, man. The FBI says it's a science. You look at those profilers, they'll tell you it's it's literally to them it is their science. Yes. So there's lots I of stuff our it, government does have science on that they're not necessarily sharing with us, but yes, profilers, that's what they work off of is body language, the way and context in which you project your words. There's so many things that say more than what your fucking words themselves even say. Well, I mean, think about it. Whenever they say, whenever I'm sitting there face to face and I'm staring somebody down, I'm having to kind of ask them a direct question. I know that if they're looking up to the left, if their eye kind of twitches up to the left or looks up to the left, oh, I know that the, they're, the they're science, searching for the truth. They're the searching si- for the truth. The science of that, you looking up and to the left or to the right or down, all these different things, there is a science behind that and it's so fucking intriguing. Well, your, your brain, your eyes are betraying your, yourself. It's your because sub- your brain... It's your subconscious. You're digging huh. into your subconscious and your subconscious makes you physically do things you're unaware of. Well, your eyes are connected to your brain, and whenever you're searching for the truth, you're trying to access that section of your brain. Yes. So it makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why people look up into the right when they're searching for the truth. And that's, people don't even know this. Most people don't know this. Your eyes are an extension of your brain. They're the only piece of your brain that's on the exterior of your body. Yep. So... All that you're saying is absolutely true. So it's something that we got to keep in mind. Whether um, or not it's the windows to your soul, it's definitely the windows to your fucking brain. Yeah, it's the window to your so, brain. It's the window to your mind. It's the window to your subconscious. And there's so much that can be given away, dead giveaway from your eyeballs, your body language, stuff like that. So don't want that job or that role in the movie or whatever it is that you're after whoever the ask is for whatever you're going for don't do it out of desperation because desperation leaks out of you it oozes out of you somehow some way it'll ooze out of you so before you decide to go for something go decide you're going after it with confidence and you're detached from the outcome if it's going to be a no that's okay accept it before you go to get it go I don't give a shit if it's going to be a no because there's going to be another opportunity and I'm going to go for that one and I'm going to get a yes eventually if this guy turns me down if that girl turns me down whatever it is it could be that too it could be um, I'm going to walk up to this girl and ask her out for a date I'm going to walk up to that guy and ask him out for a date get detached from what the answer is going to be well, if, and that's look, tell people to look at it that way if, if you look at it that way Say, hey, you know what? The worst case scenario is somebody's going to tell me I'm not right for this situation. That's it. They can say no. That's it. I mean, they're not going to haul off and punch you in the fucking teeth. Right. You know, I'll fuck you. I don't want to hire you. Ah, punch you in the fucking face. Or pull out a fucking Uzi and fucking unload it in your chest or something. You're not going to (laughs) die. And I think think people, and I'm sure that you could ask any fucking American that has ever went in for a job interview, I'm sure most of them have at some point in their life been shot down and said, hey, look, you know, I just don't think you're right for this position or, you know, or just playing out, no, I'm not really interested in hiring you. And that's fine because the more you, that that was your first step into saying, hey, okay, I was nervous. This was a, this was my first, you know, my first audition, if you will. Right. So tomorrow, same, same I'm going to go thing. in 
second audition and I'm going to be better. I'm, I know what I did wrong. I, I felt nervous. I was shaky. I was looking for answers. I didn't have it down because you never know what an employer is going to ask you. You just no, don't. No, no, no. Anything could happen. So that's part of the thing that makes people nervous. I can't prepare for every question, for everything that's going to happen. You don't know how that boss is going to look or how the intimidating they're going to be. There's so many different factors that could happen besides just the questions. You know, it could it be comes the, back to be it comes back to being truthful, honestly. What we talked about earlier. Authenticity. Just being honest. Authenticity, yeah, being because, honest, being yourself, not caring how fancy the office is, how intimidating the boss is, how strange the question is they ask. Who gives a shit? Well, you, be yourself. I have a, I have a, throw out the fucking answer that is in your heart. And if they like it, great, they're going to hire you. If they don't, fuck it. There's somebody that wow. will like you for who you are and hire you because you're authentic and you're being your real self, not trying to fake it. Well, I have a good example for people that, that I guess want to be like one of those people. You, I guess people want to try to be impressive as possible in an interview, right? Well, everybody when that, when does. My, when my boss asked me, and I was straight with him, when my boss asked me, he goes, uh, he goes what's your education? I told him, I said, I, I didn't finish high school. I literally did. I, I started working when I was 16 years old. I just, I did not finish high school. And he looked at me and he said, you know, that's fine. He goes, that's, that doesn't mean I'm not going to hire you. He goes, I don't look at education and think, oh, that's the most important thing in the world. But he said, you know, it's never too late. Uh, for me, I disagree. I, I mean, I guess maybe it is never too late, but I just don't look at it as it's that important at this point in my no. life. And I certainly didn't hesitate to tell him, Yes, sir. That is correct. I did not finish high school. I don't have the greatest education. I'm actually smarter than probably most people that finish high school. I, I hate to say that, but that's probably true. There's um, plenty of people got diplomas because, that are stupid as shit. Well, I mean, I know people that went to college, man, and, and have business degrees and stuff. And I can still honestly, I feel like I, I'm a little bit above their education level just simply because I'm self-taught. I've read a lot since I was a kid and uh, I've always continue my education just not through natural means you know some um, of the richest people in the world never finish high school oh absolutely i mean so many of them even the ones that did finish high school and didn't go on to get like harvard degrees and shit you always hear about oh those harvard fuckers fuck them guys you know what entrepreneurs that came out of high school make billions of fucking dollars i fuck would you, harvard I would love to see the stats on exactly what you're saying because I guarantee you if you get all the people that graduated Harvard, let's just say over uh, the last 20 years, the last pe- all those people that graduated from Harvard over the last 20 years and you put it up against entrepreneurs, salespeople, all these different folks that didn't have a high school education, just group them all together, I guarantee you they would fucking smoke the Harvard group that graduated. Because most, most of those motherfuckers that graduated from Harvard didn't do shit with their self. Well, you could throw it. Let's say throw in Harvard. Let's throw in Yale. Let's throw in Cornell. Let's throw in Stanford. Oh, I guarantee you all fucking for them. You, you're talking about them four big schools. Now, MIT, I'm not going to say that. MIT is a very, very special school. It's a technical school. Because that's school. where a lot of ours. Yeah, that's a lot of the, our the, real the, smart people come the from. Few, the future is going towards technical stuff, and MIT specializes in technicality, and they're the, supposedly the best at it. So, yeah, I, there might be something to MIT, but 
in general, you're probably right. If you take Stanford, Harvard, Oxford, blah, 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 you throw all these greatest schools in the fucking world, and you see what did these graduates turn out to do with their self compared to most entrepreneurs, salespeople, just self-motivated business people that didn't have a damn lick of college education. And you're probably going to find out that they fared way better than the people that spent 50, 100, 150,000 on their education and didn't do shit with it. Well, aside from Cornell, I will say this. I said Stanford, Harvard, and Yale. And when you think of those three names, you think of lawyers and doctors. That's what you think of because that's what they pretty much pump out up there. Not saying that they don't have good business schools because they do. But honestly, like, I don't put Cornell in that. I, I won't put Cornell in there. There's a lot of brilliant biochemists that came from Cornell. In fact, T. Colin Campbell came from Cornell. He teaches at Cornell. Um, there's, there's plenty of you, brilliant people you know, that came out of those schools. I'm not saying that either. Uh, I mean, I know there is. Yeah, ass. there's bil- billionaires, some of the billion, million, multi-millionaires and billionaires that were entrepreneurs. Literally, a lot of them didn't even bought. Some of them went to junior college. Some of them went to college, yes. But there's a lot of them you'll hear stories and they'll tell you you know what? I just didn't feel like college was for me. You know, I, I didn't, I, the first thing I was thinking of coming out of that was, Hey, you know, I don't want to be a hundred thousand dollars in debt when I'm done with school, you know? And that's what, what kept them from going. And so they decided, well, instead of me wasting my four or five years of training, that's basically costing me a fortune. I'm going to just do this shit myself and see where I, where the chips fall. And a lot of them end up being very successful. Um, you got to think some of these, uh, now I'm not going to name people like Steve Jobs and people like that because they did go to college. But even had they not gone to college, I guarantee you they probably would have been just as brilliant. Right. Yeah. You know? I would probably They, they decided to take a different track. A lot of them went to college and did a different, went a whole other direction with what they were doing. So in the end, I guess the moral of the story is, is just be honest about yourself, believe in yourself. And like I did, I mean, that's a horrible thing. I don't like looking in the face of somebody and saying, Hey man, you know what? I only, only made it through 10th grade. Technically I didn't even make it through 10th grade. I quit in 10th grade. I did. I don't even like saying that to an employer because I have had them look at me before. It's and embarrassing. Say, oh, you to a certain degree. Right, oh, right when, are you retarded or what? <laughs> right when it comes out of your lips, you feel like immediate judgment is on its way because I said that. But then you, if you really think about it, you as a human being sitting there can dispute the fact that I didn't finish high school, but look at who you're talking to. Listen to my etiquette, the way I speak. Listen to the knowledge coming out of my mouth. Listen to how I conduct myself, and you will think you're talking to a college graduate. Yeah, motherfucker. Give me that job, I'll bust a cap in your ass. Yeah, or give me the job or I'll fucking break your neck right here in this room. <laughs> That's right. You know what? I may have been a dumb motherfucker that didn't graduate high school, but I guarantee you I can put my fist through the back of your head. <laughs> And so, that, what do you think? Can you give that, me that job? And that is another thing that demands respect. <laughs> yeah. Respect the fact that I can fucking make you choke on my fist. If nothing else works, turn to like fucking Alexander the Great or Genghis Khan and just fucking take over. <laughs> there you go, Pantera. 
That's the so song. That's the song, man. Yeah. So, so I know. I know that a lot of people. That that's one thing that I think is uh, when people are starting <laughs> to look uh, at jobs uh, and stuff like that, especially and trying to further themselves in life. A lot of people do become ashamed. It's so um, intimidating. It's, kind of self, it's so fucking intimidating. Yeah, it's a deep self ashamed kind of feeling. I know. I, I was that way when I was younger, and but I, I learned that. Like I said, the worst thing that somebody can say to you is no. Yep. Now, if they're disrespectful, they can say a lot more. And I have had that happen to me as well. I've literally had people while I was actually employed for, I'm going to say, multiple employers. Well, we mentioned um, just an incident where me and you were both employed where the employer was incredibly demeaning and disrespectful. And probably in most cases... You know, if we'd have been out on the street, deserved a beat down. But we just were in an employed situation and we go, wow, that's what you really think of us? Guess what? I'm leaving. Me and you both quit that mm-hmm. fucking job after we had that talk with them. Not too long. We didn't immediately quit, but it wasn't long after that we realized, oh, this is one of the top dogs at the company saying that we're as good as any Taco Bell worker he can fucking hire. And we're working a technical fucking job with um, mechanical stuff and electronics. Seriously, you're going to tell me that we're as good as a Taco Bell worker? Any Taco Bell worker can come in and do what we're doing? Fuck well, you. Well, actually, actually it was McDonald's. It was what McDonald's. It was? And he did, he did hire a guy from McDonald's, and that was the guy I was supposed to train. And he came in. He was this kid. He was like, I want to say 19-ish, somewhere around there. This kid literally, I, I was, I'm a very good teacher. And I was sitting there really trying to help. I was like, you know what? I'm on my way out. I don't care. Hey, I'm going to give this guy taught, the best I can. You taught me. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and I literally gave, even though I only had like a week left there, um, he came in and I tried working with him and I couldn't. <laughs> and I went to the, that. I went to the asshole that we're talking about and I said, look, man, you said that any monkey could do my job. Right. And when I say any monkey, I mean this asshole you hired from McDonald's. There you go. Well, he was a a shift manager or assistant. I don't know what he was, but whatever he was, he was high up up in the McDonald's chain of command. They they brought one of the guys (laughs) over from... I don't want to say, but one of the other areas that had been there for a long time, a uh, Hispanic. Well, actually, I'm sorry. He's not, he didn't, he wasn't Mexican. He, whatever he was the from, fuck uh, he was. South America. He yeah. was from South America somewhere. Anyways, um, he come over and I worked with him for a solid day and this dude got it. He got it. And I was like, so your, your ignorant kid from McDonald's can't get it. He's got a younger brain. Should be sharper. Couldn't get it. But I bring this... I'm sorry, he was Salvadorian. That's what it was. He was Salvadorian. Come over to a whole new department he had never fucking been in. But he had worked with a company, I think, 12, 13 years like that. Come over there. Hardly spoke English. But I was able to train him. And he got it. And I was like, there you go. So don't say any fucking monkey off the street could do our job. It shows you it ain't, that it ain't the, happening, buddy. The arrogance of somebody who doesn't even know how to do the job of technical machine assembly like we were doing. He may be the boss over it, but 
he stuck his foot in his own freaking mouth and he lost two good employees because of it because me and you both left didn't work out for yeah. him and I guarantee you and then, uh, they're probably and, not doing too well right now and then another really good employee they had Richard left too yes yes Arturo yeah. I can name a lot of employees that left when we were there Arturo yeah I, I, I'm so glad I got to run into him uh Great, great ago. human being too. Is about as positive a human being as you can be. Smiles, happy. That's the kind of culture you want at a company. You want people like that there. You don't want them to leave. Smart. He'll, he'll love intelligent. it. Intelligent. He'll, he'll love it, man. We'll give him a shout out. Hey, Arturo. I know you're going to be listening. So, well, he I said hope he, he, uh, he still listens, man. So, yeah. Oh, and cool, I'll, man. I'll, hey, call. Hey, get, get in contact with, with us if you can, man. Yeah, uh, hit Jay dude. up on, uh, on his hey, email. Dude, we're in contact because we're on social media. To get, he still likes my stuff, and I see him every once in a while on there. So I just hadn't got a chance to talk with him forever, so I got his phone number. But, yeah, there's a great guy right there. That uh, That's another one they lost yep. because of shitty, toxic management. And that's yep. what we talked about this throughout this talk when you need – to get respect and you're not getting it, get away from it. If you don't have a way out of it, I mean, if you don't have a way out of it, if you don't have a way to gain your respect from these people, get out of it. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what Bring you got to do. 47 to work. Or, yeah, you go postal. <laughs> That's the old, the old comment because, you know, postal workers would go to work and blow everybody away. Now it's like uh, it's all sorts of different shit. But when we were young, it was going postal. You know, take a gun to work. Don't do that. That's not my recommendation. It's move on because it's such a toxic environment. You're not going to benefit. You're not going to get anywhere at that company or whatever. It could be, like we said earlier, it could be with your family members. It could be with your friends. There's all sorts of different associations where you're not getting respect. And it's not going to change no matter what you do to develop yourself or get better because this is the environment we were in at, at that job. Me and Danny kept getting better and better and better, putting out more and more, breaking records at the company. They were making more money than they ever had made. We were putting out more parts than any fucking person had ever fucking put out. More machines. Didn't make a difference. They wouldn't give us a fucking raise. And they even told us they weren't going to give us a raise. And they told us that anybody could do our job. And you know what? Fuck them. Because nobody could. They're wrong. We were fucking badasses. We were doing an incredible fucking job for them and got no respect. So fuck you. So that's, yeah. that's it. If you do go above and beyond and you literally are so good that you can't be ignored, there's a case where it didn't work out. You go somewhere else. Absolutely. So, unfortunately, sometimes you just have to change your environment it's That's toxic it it's is. literally toxic there are venues in life where it's so toxic you <laughs> won't get respect you're not going to get what you deserve so you move that's where you got to go laterally you got to make the move you got to just ditch and run so i think we covered everything as far as respect goes and different ways you can garner and gain respect from your fellow man and woman and uh, binary person out there in this universe I'm always trying to be politically correct, you know. I'm trying. Yeah. I, is it, I still can't help but laugh with all these fucking pronouns and stupid shit and men having periods. It's and too, 
It's too much. Ha! It's so, oh my God. It's, it's so just too much re- bullshit. It's so fucking retarded. It's too much bullshit. You know, uh, too much bullshit to keep up with. Let me tell you something. This is off subject, but I just got to bring it up. <clears throat> Do you like Pixar movies? Not particularly. No. I do. I don't I li- know. I like animated. I don't know. I, I don't like know. I... All the Pixar movies from the past. I, I like the animated movies. I like DreamWork movies. I like, you know, the whatever you want to bring up, like fucking Shrek and How to Train a Dragon and fucking Toy Story and all these things. They're good for kids. Oh, yeah. In, in Some past, of those were good. In the past, they were great for kids, but they snuck in adult humor and shit, too, where we could have some fun while the kids watch the movies. But... Recently, you know, fucking Buzz Lightyear, whatever new movie that Disney made it their agenda to poke in some kind of transgender, bi, queer theme into every fucking cartoon for kids. We're talking, you know, five and six year old kids are going to watch these movies. Well, the new Buzz Lightyear movie is going to come out. It already has come out, and it's bombed at the box office because everybody found out ahead of time it had a bisexual agenda. Two moms raising Buzz Lightyear as a kid. Yep. Why are they pushing that? Yeah, I heard kids? a little something about that. Why are they pushing that? I don't know, kids? but I, I know, I don't know, but Disney, I know for one, is one that we just, I got rid of Disney Channel. We completely them. cut Disney off. Fuck not, them. Yeah, we're not we're not we're not supporting Disney ever again. Fuck them. nobody out there should support Disney. Fuck no. Um, they're trying to groom your children. Stuff. They're trying to groom your children into questioning their sexual identity. What is a man? What is a woman? Uh, what's right? What's wrong? Uh, what am I as a human being? You shouldn't have to think about that when you are that fucking young because you're not. You're not old enough to be thinking about that shit. And nobody should be grooming you to think about that shit. So fuck them. I hope they bomb. And I feel sad for all the wonderful artists and people involved in those companies. Fucking sucks for them. But if Disney's policy is involved with the greater evil in this fucking world at this moment that is pushing this. I mean, this is literally like... 1% 1% or less of the public that's out there. LGBTQ, whatever. Keep on going with all the different fucking letters. It's less than 1% of the fucking people that are out there. Total respect for you people that are involved in that. Great. But we don't need it shoved down our fucking throat when it's less than 1%. Okay? Biologically, I'm a man. Biologically, it takes a female to get with me to put a dick in her, to spray my fucking cum into her fucking ovaries and get with her fucking uh, eggs and make a baby. That is how it's done, folks. It's very simple, okay? We don't need to tell kids that, hey, a woman and a woman can have a baby or a man and a man. A man can have a baby. A man and a man can raise a child. It's not true. It's biology proves you fucking incorrect. And we don't need that trash out there in fucking cartoons and movies and shit like that. And it's their, it's their agenda now with Marvel and with Disney to keep pushing that trash. So fun little way to, it's it's horrible, man, because every time you try, I mean, you see it, it doesn't matter what network you're running through. If you go through Amazon or if you have Netflix or Hulu or whatever, you always see celebrate pride, 
LGBT, whatever. Celebrate uh, straight. Celebrate straight. Uh, well, they don't, they, you know, and I don't care about the whole, uh, you know, I don't care I what don't people dis- want to do. Bam, you said it. I don't disrespect them, but I don't have to celebrate them either. They don't no, celebrate I don't. me. I don't have parades for straight people. They don't fucking no. celebrate me. You can have your fun. You can get married. You can be a man and a man together, a woman and a woman, or a fucking guy with a vagina or a girl with a dick or whatever it is. It's strange. It's weird. It's unusual. But you're 1% or less of the public in this whole freaking world. And we don't need to change our whole society because of you. No. We, We can respect you. We can honor you. But we don't need to have parades about you. We don't need to have gay, lesbian, queer, bi, and all these other things and strange fucking pronouns and same-sex bathrooms and all this shit because of you 1% or less out there. Hey, listen, I got nothing but respect, but the world don't need to change because of you. All we need to do is just respect you as a human being because you are still a human being and you deserve that. And... You need to be loved. You need to be treated with decency, the same as every other human being. But this agenda is going somewhere evil, trying to groom children into questioning what they are and who they are. And they're trying to push it to where they start taking hormones at ages where they don't understand what's going on. I didn't understand what was going on until I was like 25 or 30. How the fuck does a five-year-old or an eight-year-old know what's going on? Yeah, I don't want to see my nine-year-old daughter having to ask me questions about... I mean, because she's already brought some stuff up, and it kind of pisses me off that she even has knowledge of it. It shouldn't be happening in schools. Teachers shouldn't be talking about it. Well, not just... I mean, I don't even think it's school, but it's like every little thing. I mean, the, the enemy is inside your home. You know, every computer, yes. every single TV, it's everywhere. Even yeah. in video games now. Yep. They have to throw in two guys kissing or... And it's like, that's fine that that shit's around. I just don't want to see it myself. I just don't care. And I certainly don't want to have to explain it to a nine-year-old girl. Me either. That's the, whoever's involved in that, that's their business. But I don't want it in every form of media that I consume being shoved down my throat. We might as well wrap this thing up. Hey, man, it's been a great discussion over respect and how to earn it, how to garner it from uh, friends, family, co-workers, people you don't even know. Thank you for the discussion, Danny. Lots of great input. And uh, we'll just wrap it up from here, and we'll catch everybody on the next one, right? All right. All right. Much respect to everyone out there. <laughs> great way to end it, dude. Right on. Thank you, Dan. Later, everyone. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts in their material and deliver it to you, but please do all of this at your own risk.